East Clare Life is sponsored by James and David Corbett, Agricultural Contractors, Scarif. I'm delighted to be joined in studio this morning with two people for East Clare Life, an uncle and a niece, Jenny Tuhi from Fossabig and Martin Healy from O'Gunnell slash Whitegate. Folks, you're very welcome to East Clare Life this morning. Thanks for having us, Marie. Thank you very much. And I suppose you've a very interesting story, really, both of you. Jenny, we've spoken before. You have had a kidney transplant over the years, and we spoke before. But since then, you've had another kidney transplant. So maybe we'll start with your story, and we'll bring Martin's story into it sort of halfway through, if that's okay. So where will we start? What age were you, Jenny? I suppose to go back a little bit when, when you first, you know... When I was diagnosed as such. Thank you. Yeah. Diagnosed that you had kidney disease. I was diagnosed at nine, nine months, actually, with right. renal reflux. Yeah. Okay. So um, there's a procedure they do in... Uh, Crumlin, it's called a sting. Now they did this back in the eighties. They don't do those anymore. Okay. They basically, line the tubes up between the kidney and the bladder with Teflon. You know, like on your yes, pan. okay, right, yeah. okay. And they thought that that would fix the problem, but obviously it didn't. We now know, um, with all the medical research, I suppose, and stuff, that it's a genetic disorder with between the bladder and the tubes that lead to the kidney. Oh, okay. Uh, from the bladder, so. The Teflon obviously wasn't the a success. It was not a success. Right. No, no, not the success they thought it would be. Um, so it just, the uh, genetic disorder basically means that the bladder and the tubes going from the kidney to the bladder don't develop properly. Right. And there is your issue. So Okay. Nine months old. Nine months wow. old, yeah. Yeah, but uh, my mother kept going to the doctor, there's something wrong with my daughter, and she was told she was an over-anxious mother. So eventually, nine months old, I was diagnosed. Um, moved along then to age five in Crumlin, right. they removed my right kidney. Okay. Because obviously they had seen the renal failure. There was twenty five percent in my right kidney function, and in the left kidney there was seventy five. So they thought that if they removed the right kidney, of course, the left one would improve. But yes. It didn't. It deteriorated. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so you're only age five. That's a major five, surgery for a five yeah. year old, isn't it? I suppose as a child, though, you're so resilient. You don't know what's going on. Yes. And yes. But for your parents, Crumlin, for yeah. my parents, it would be a worrying time yeah. and for all my family. Yeah. But no, it's uh, as, as a child, you probably don't know what's going on. Yes. You think it's normal. Yeah. So. Ignorance, ignorance is bliss, isn't it? Really? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> So then, aged 11, I got a phone call out of the blue that okay. I was going for a transplant. Now, I was off with my granite and granuncle. My parents were running around looking for me. I was with Joan Teresa. <laughs> parents were going around looking for me. They didn't know. <coughs> sure, we were off visiting, having of a course. great time. I never arrived, expecting. No. I arrive home and my mother is folding towels in the, the garden and she's like, tears coming out of her eyes. She's like, we're going to Dublin. And I was like, okay, for what? What's on like, there? Sure, I didn't know what was happening. So I was going up to have a kidney transplant. Now, okay. unfortunately, that was my first one, aged 11, and it failed right from the get-go. It right. just, it never took, like... And where in Dublin did you have that one, Jenny? In Beaumont Hospital. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so normally, um, as a child, you stay... That's what I was wondering, yeah. Yeah, until you turn 18, and then you'll go right. to a, a, another hospital, like okay. for adults, like Beaumont. But because I was having a kidney transplant, and they don't have uh, children's wards in Beaumont for transplantation, you go to where all oh, the adults okay. go. Yeah. So right. Um, so that one. Uh, so straight away that didn't, didn't work. work at oh, okay. All. No. Very disappointing, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. imagine. So my second transplant that was 1993. My second transplant was in 1995, but four months before my second transplant, I had got to the stage where I needed dialysis. Right. So okay. they put me on peritoneal dialysis, which right. was um, a machine you connected to every night. Okay. It put fluid into your into your peritoneum, and it kind of left it in for a couple of hours, and it drained it out and put more back in. 
and you do that for eight hours at night so that I was able to sleep while it was happening and then get up in the morning and go to school like So you else. were able to do this from home, Jenny? Absolutely. Okay, yeah. you put all yeah. the paraphernalia, the machinery at home. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Now you were saying that you could sleep all night. Yeah. How, did it not keep you awake with fluid going in and out of no, your body? No, at first, all right, when you go in and you're, obviously your peritoneum isn't that big, especially when you're like 11 years of age yes, or whatever. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, actually, I was 13 at that stage. Okay. But uh, they, when they put in the fluid at first, they have to put in only half a litre and you can, you have to expand the peritoneum a little okay. bit every time. So then they bring it up to a litre. So it does hurt when it's starting. Right. But once your peritoneum has expanded, the two litres okay. will go in and out and you don't feel a thing, you'll sleep all night. For those of us now that wouldn't understand medical terms, peritoneum, what part of your anatomy is that? The tummy. The tummy. The area. Okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Right. No bother. And it surrounds your kidneys, I suppose. Just people listening on radio are probably saying, where is the peritoneum? Okay. Yeah. So once you kind of got that used to that... It was yeah. okay. Yeah, so that right. was called CCPD. Now you can do another one, which is CAPD, and that's you'd have to do that every four hours during the day. But okay. that wouldn't suit with school. So yes. Yeah. So gosh, weren't you great? You used to have that during the night, eight hours. Get up in the morning, have your breakfast after school, and do a general day exactly. study. Exactly. Yeah. yeah tough exactly. <laughs> And you were thirteen. You were probably first year, I suppose. Um, I was in uh, second year. Second year. Okay. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, then that transplant lasted, I'd say, almost thirteen years. Wow. Yeah, it was brilliant. I was I was very lucky with it. Yeah. But I got pneumonia and they're not sure if it was the pneumonia or the treatment for the pneumonia actually damaged the transplant and that's how I lost it. Really? Yeah. Okay. And yeah. were you aware of this? Obviously you were hospitalised with pneumonia. Yeah, I was in hospital for ten weeks with right. it. Right, so yeah. good. ten weeks, okay. Yeah. It was obviously a very bad bout of it. It was, in fairness, yeah. yeah. Well I had got it and I was treated for it and I was home about a week or so and I got a relapse, so okay. it was just it and wasn't shifting at all. Like. Had you any inkling when you were admitted with pneumonia, you or your family, that maybe this mightn't go not well? Not a clue. Really? Yeah. yeah. Not a clue. Gosh, no. that was a shock of bolt out of the blue, wasn't it? Yeah. And I remember obviously I was in the hospital on my own, like yeah. um, and sure I was I don't know what age at that stage, it was what, twenty something yes yeah and a doctor came in to me and he goes oh we have to uh put in a line and get you ready for a fistula and i said no you don't yeah said, first of all you're not my doctor and second of all i'm not having that you're not ready for that no, yeah 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 no, definitely of course not. yeah uh, as martin knows i have my own mind and okay <laughs> <laughs> and rightly so yeah. well you've been through the mill over the years and been in and out of a lot of hospitals so you know exactly what's yeah exactly. what's required and what you what you need yeah and i okay. to be honest i think everyone should have a say in their own healthcare yes of course yeah yeah point. yeah, yeah. okay um, so, yeah. so what year was that 90 that was 95 95 okay yeah. um, so you went back on the dialysis then at home back on dialysis then again so when the doctor had said to me you're going on hemo I was like no I'm not going on hemodialysis absolutely right. not I'll go on PD if I have to back on dialysis I'll talk to my own doctor and so it, to be fair he let me go on personal dialysis at home again at home at rather night. than have to go into the hospital exactly. oh, okay. so that yeah. I could get up in the morning as you say have my breakfast have a shower and head out to work Okay. Yep. now the equipment that you need for that was that the same equipment that you would use the first time or was obviously is it maybe modernised no, you know it was the exact same the only thing you could change okay. and it was the font really that was it it was okay. the exact same machine the exact same products everything okay and is that funded privately or is no, it funded through the health board or whatever? Uh, HSE provide everything. Brilliant. Absolutely okay. Brilliant. Okay. Yeah. And then Baxter are a company that um, deliver all the dialysis supplies. Right. And they will deliver all the items that you need um, to okay. work with the machine once a month. So you don't have a oh, huge amount of stuff okay. in your house. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Because the equipment itself takes up quite a bit of space. The hemodialysis does, but the right. PD doesn't. It's for all the world. It's about the size of a printer. It's not oh, that big. Oh, okay, that. okay, yeah, okay, yeah. right. So you could have it quite easily beside the bed oh, yeah, as such. Side bed, side yeah. Bed. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. So how many years then were you on that? 
I was on that for about six years. Okay. Yeah, and then that was kind of starting to give out the peritoneum can only work for so long. Right, and okay. And then I went on hemodialysis. Right, okay. So for the first, I think it was the first of September 2013, I got what's called a perm cat put into my chest. Okay. And the perm cat would have two prongs coming out of it because when you're hooking onto a dialysis machine for hemodialysis, you have one line for a vein and one line for an artery. Right. And it takes the blood out of the vein into the machine. Yes. Cleans it and puts and it back, back into the, the artery one. into your body. Okay. Yeah. Right. So about 300 mils of your blood at any one time out in the machine being cleaned. Oh, okay. And the session lasts for about four hours. Right, okay. Did you find that very tiring now? Um, sometimes, not always. Yeah. For the first three months of it, I um, so the first of September when they actually put in the line, they only test it, they send you home and you're, you stay doing your PD. Right, okay. Um. But which is your dialysis which is your at home. Yeah. dialysis at home, yeah. But uh, the first three months of hemodialysis that I did was, I would say, October, November and December. And I attended the regional Limerick for that. Okay. And it was three uh, three days a week for four hours each time. Wow. Yeah, and I was still working full-time with that as well. I was going to say, could you drive yourself in and drive yourself home afterwards? You can unless you get weak inside. Then someone right. Because oh, you okay. can often get weak on the machine okay. if you either take off too much fluid. Yes, or, of yeah, course. It's, yeah. all, it's all worked out with your, your weight and if, right. like, how much you drink and okay. how okay. much you're, you're able to pass. And Just trying to get the balance right. Exactly, yeah. and it takes time. Okay. But uh, I couldn't hack it. And right. I'm a bit of a control freak anyway, as Martin will tell you, when it comes to anything, let alone healthcare. Okay. So I went to Beaumont in January. Of this uh, year? Of 2014. Oh, 2014, sorry. Yeah. yeah. And I spent six weeks there getting trained how to do hemodialysis at home myself. Okay. Yeah. So by doing it at home, then you can either do like whatever suits you. So I was working, as I say, full time. Yeah. Come home in the evenings, line and prime my machine, hook on, do my dialysis and unhook and then I'm free for the, Good to go. the night like yeah. yeah so how long how many weeks did that take you to train in that six weeks Wow. Yeah. So you stayed in Dublin for the six weeks oh, and did. did the course every day. Yeah. And was it a lot of people doing the course in the similar situation to yourself? No, no, they do it in one to one. Okay. Yeah, because okay. obviously it's uh, you're working with blood and you're working. Yes, with also body, huge, so a huge, huge responsibility. Cross contamination yeah. and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a huge process. But the only thing is, if you are doing it at home, you do need a support system. Okay. Yes. And that's the one thing I do have. So. You need someone with you when you're doing dialysis, just even in the house. Yeah, or just to have someone near you. If yeah. you get weak. I've mm. only, I think I only ever got weak t- probably twice. Okay. And there was always someone there. But you are given countermeasures and how to right. fix that. Right, oh, you know okay. I mean. That's all part of your training as yeah. well. Gosh, you're tough. Yep. So that was 2014. 14. Okay, so yeah. up until... How long have you been doing dialysis since 2014? Uh, up until last October. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we'll bring Martin in here, will we? Absolutely. Okay. So, Martin Healy, Jenny's uncle. You're welcome, Martin. So <laughs> tell us, what's your story? No, I, w- I won't spoil the party, so you tell everybody <laughs> why you're here. Well, I just um, I just went into the living donor paired exchange. Um, why I went into it was because you see somebody that, that's, in my opinion, struggling in a small yes, bit, can't have yes. a quality of life, yeah. even though she lives the best she can. But still can't go away for a weekend, can't go away for, a, for a week. Very tied like, down. They're tied yeah. down because you, you, you have oh. to dial, like have your dialysis before you go, oh. have your dialysis before you, uh, when you come back. Yeah. And it's all down to time frame. So I didn't even talk to, to Ginny about it when, okay. I, was go- when I was going to, to do it because I wanted to see how far I could actually get yeah. to see would I be suitable right. for Ginny. So you had a bit of research done, obviously, Martin. I had. Okay. I had, yeah. I actually rang um, 
the coordinators in there's kidney coordinators right. in, in, in transplant ones in, in, yeah. in Dublin so I actually got through to one of them and I just told him what my story was yes okay and I just um, I said you know yeah. what's the story could I uh, could I go ahead and have the test done or whatever yes. yeah, yeah that is no problem at all yeah. so I, they gave me a date when to go up so I yeah. went up and I had all this whatever they had blood tests done and whatever yeah. they just they j- check your, e- your ECG to normal okay all the criteria the last question they asked me then was did you need know yeah and I said no okay. <laughs> so then they had to they had to ring Jenny then to find out you know uh was it okay that I went into this program yes. with her? And then Jenny kind of goes, well, yeah, but I didn't know anything about it. So, Merton, sorry, to get back to that, we'll say, is that the only way that you can go into it if you're kind of going in, I won't say to pair with somebody, but because you have somebody that you see that, that needs yeah, a kidney. That, Obviously, you had said you'd been tested years ago, was it, and that your kidney wasn't a match. So. Yeah you can donate your kidney to someone else and then Jenny in turn will receive a kidney. Is that yeah, the way it that's works? that's right, Joe. Okay. We, we, had, we had gone up and down and we had done loads of different types of tests above to see could we actually yeah. cross-match with each other. Right. And it just wasn't. Okay. Th- some of the antibodies that I had were, weren't were compatible with Jenny's yes. and vice versa. And yeah. that. I have 100% <coughs> antibodies from the two previous transplants oh, okay. and the length of time I've been on dialysis. Right, okay. So that was that was the, the, the real issue that, that yeah. we had. Wow. <laughs> But then uh, we were above one day and um, Mr. McGee actually said to us above, uh, would you like to go into the, the living donor paired exchange program? Yeah. And we said, yeah. What's that to do? Yeah. I, well, first thing I said, yeah. And then I said, okay, well, what is it? Where yeah, is it yeah, done? Yeah. And whatever have you. And he said, well, he said, it's mainly done in England. He said, or Northern Ireland, whichever. Right. Whichever is, is possible. And I said, grand, okay, we'll, we'll go for it. Yeah. You know. Just like that. Yeah. But to be honest, I, I it never crossed my mind about any, any issues. No. Now, no. had you discussed it with your family and Marjorie and a few before you decided it's, it's, to go for this? Uh, no, uh, he's, I, I he's hadn't. Pausing there, that means he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> go away. No, okay. no, I didn't. know. I you just I, had your mindset of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to see how far I could go first, and then yes, there was no point. If, if it yes. came close to the, if it came close with him, we we said yeah, it's happening. Then well, and good. Yeah, yeah. But like, we were going up and down for what probably three or four five years I suppose yeah. it could even have been longer even yeah um, to prepare for this just, just, nothing was happening really yeah so, so it's very slow moving obviously it, not always okay not, I just think Covid you see played a part of in course. it of course yeah. yes, yes and then yes. with my antibodies being mm. at 100% it's only in the kind of the year before that the transplant came about that they decided not all antibodies are bad oh okay yeah okay. so they could reduce it down a little bit yeah. so it was a slow moving process it, yeah it okay. was yeah. it was to be honest um, but yet when it started to happen, it moved it just right. like that. Really? Yeah. Like we found out in the August. I think it was the August. Well, you found out before yeah, me, okay. though. <laughs> I did actually, yeah. He rang me and said, Oh, we're good. I was like, What? <laughs> Uh, I actually they actually rang me from uh, from Beaumont and just said to me it's actually the transplant coordinator up there is Laura is the girl that I right. was with up there she, they're, in fairness they're, they're beautiful fantastic oh, yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. but Excellent. she rang me and she said uh, look she, there's a possibility that we have uh, a kidney for, for Ginny and that you'll be donating to somebody else and I said yeah that's right. perfect so I said when, when do you think it's going yes. to be going ahead I said because for work and yeah, work related so stuff like this, of course. Uh, I'd, I'd have to let company know that yes, I'm going to be off for two to three months or whatever yeah. but um, she said it's quite possibly she said going to happen in the next run which is October 
Okay. <coughs> and this so was what month was this? August. Okay, yeah. right, right, okay. So the writing so, was on the wall, wasn't yeah. it? <laughs> so, but in the meantime, we had to go over to England. Right. To have a test and we had to go over together. Yeah. And then we had to go, I had to go over separate yeah. again. Okay. Just to have the same test, even though I had tests done above in, in Beaumont, they wanted to cross-match them. Right. Themselves over there just to make sure everything was 100%. And what hospital were you dealing with over there? It was in Coventry. Okay. Yeah. And obviously at this stage you were told your families? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And was there celebrations or was there, oh my God, what are they at? Or a bit of both? Or uh, once they came to, to honest, terms with to be, it, I suppose. I suppose, to be honest, yeah. there was a bit of both. Yeah. Was a and apprehension, to be honest. Yes, yeah. I can yeah. imagine. Yeah. yeah. So not to be worrying about one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you, from, from from my family and the, and the things, I suppose they were. They were worried. Well, of yeah, course. Yeah. The, the, what would happen mm. if something would happen? Yes. You know, I suppose yeah. which is normal. Yeah. Um, but that didn't. Didn't that phase never, you. Your no, mind made up. Yeah. 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 And I, I was just going ahead and doing it anyway. Yeah. But in fairness, yeah, of course, it did, did, did affect them a small bit. You know, yeah. I suppose they came to terms with yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. And once I probably once they could see that both of you had, especially Martin, I suppose, had his mind made up. That was yeah. it. So, can I just ask, like Jenny, you wouldn't have got your kidneys fast only for Martin donating to somebody else. Is I that the way the period? Ex- at all, I would say. Okay. Not at all. Really. No, only okay. for the period exchange program. Right. Due to the antibodies, even though they're saying not all of them were bad. Yeah. Like you could see how long I was on. I was almost sixteen years on the waiting yeah. list. So okay. you know, it wasn't. It wasn't, it wasn't going to happen without. Martin, right. Okay. So you got the call, and was it October then, Martin? It was. We. Okay. I went over on Tuesday the third, and. Went straight straight to the hospital. Yeah, uh, they did another few tests, blood tests, and whatever have you. And on the Wednesday morning, then we went down. Yeah, about I'm down about half eight. Right. Um, coordinator is actually you're wheeled on the bed, but coordinator yeah. actually walks you straight to the right. Yeah. They, they are they even then. It's actually Laura is the girl in Coventry as well. Yeah. Was okay. Laura um, and Sharon. I had Sharon, he had Laura. Right. Yes. Yeah, okay. We have our own teams. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they walk you straight to the theatre door. Just in case you do a runner, isn't no, it? No, it's just to make sure keep that you're okay. Yeah, I know, and yeah, to keep your nerves at <laughs> yeah. bay and everything. Of course. But, uh, yeah, she's a huge The funny thing was, like, she just said to me, I've never seen anybody as happy going into a really? run into theatre. Really? Yeah, I was, I was totally relaxed. Were you? Oh, yeah. Not many, and I can vouch for it would be relaxed going in and entirely into theatre. I, I can was assure you. totally relaxed. Oh, gosh. It never... And that's just me. I've never seen anybody as happy going into a theatre. And had you, <laughs> how I word this, had you counselling from the hospital or from anybody? Yes, yeah, you, yeah. Have, you have, to have to meet. That's a, what you, I was thinking about, yeah, yeah. You actually meet them in Beaumont and you actually right. meet them over there as well. Okay. Yeah. And they go through every option with you, I'd imagine, do they? They do. They, um, put ideas in your head. And yeah, but they do. Yeah. And, and in fairness, they're, they're making sure that you know, you, know, you know what you're what doing. What you're doing, what you're what, what the consequences yeah, could yeah, be. Yeah. Um, and the other side, of it, no, it, it never, it never, in, they never asked me. But there is a, a section in it. Are you being forced into doing it? Is is right. another section? Yeah, we okay. can meet a third party about that. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah. Meet okay. them together, and I suppose then it does happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So yeah. it 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 is, and, yeah. and in fairness, the program is is run very well. Okay. I have to say. Yeah. So it's very, you know, <coughs> it, as you say, it is run with the very thorough in their investigations. Exactly. Yeah, and make they, sure they are in fairness. Okay. Yeah, very good. So you were going down at eight o'clock and Jenny, how about you? Were you nervous now heading over this time? And probably some yeah. of your family had gone with you as well, I'd imagine. Oh, actually, well, I booked an Airbnb so that, yeah, um, in Solihull, about 20 minutes outside right. of uh, where the, at the university hospital in Coventry okay. was. Um, because I wanted, I knew my parents wanted to go, so we drove over. Right, okay. That way we had a car for going up and down for, to, for yes. the hospital. Yes, you were independent. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, um, 
March came, that way when March got out of hospital because I knew he'd be out before I was. Okay. He'd have somewhere to stay as well right. to recuperate before he could come home. Okay. Um, Martin's daughter Ashley. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah. she, she came over to visit. Oh, yeah. great. Okay. And my brother came over to visit as well. Right. So okay. at least they had all had a little base they could yes, stay at. Yeah, just yeah. to get together. So uh, did you go down the same time as Martin then, or no. what way did that work? No. Uh, how, how it actually works is yeah. um, my kidney is taken, and whoever the other donor's kidney is taken in the morning. Right. Because they mightn't be in, done in the same hospital. Okay. It could be done in different hospitals. Right. So uh, what happens is they're actually. They're transferred. Okay, it's like a swap. And exactly. Yeah, and yeah in case somebody pulls out. Not making yeah. light of it. Not <laughs> making yeah. light no, of no, it. And then, and, then, um, oh, okay. and then Ginny's operation is, is done in the afternoon. Right. Yeah. So, putting it bluntly, you don't get, Jenny didn't get her kidney until yours was handed over. Correct. Am I right? And, and vice yeah. versa. Yes, the, the, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and vice versa. So, yeah. my, don- okay. my uh, donor was out in um, Birmingham Hospital. Okay. And Martin's recipient was down in Birmingham Hospital oh, okay. with whoever was donating for them. Right. Now there right. was supposed to be three pairs in the program. Yes. And the week before, one of the pairs was pulled out. Pulled out. So okay. they rang me and they're like, "You're just lucky. You're just lucky. Your your pairs are okay." And we're okay. Like, oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So somebody in the same position as Martin donated their kidney to you yeah. as such. Yeah, okay. Exactly. God, it's a wonderful facility, isn't it? it? It's brilliant. Never it's heard of it. Absolutely unbelievable. Mm. Yeah. So, had you surgery the same day then as Martin? Martin had it in the morning. You had it in the afternoon. Yeah, I went down okay. around. I'd say about two o'clock. I'd okay. say because yeah. this has to be done very fast, obviously, hasn't yes. it? It's a yeah. live yeah. organ, isn't yeah, exactly. it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it had to be transported, obviously, over first from Birmingham. Right. And then there was, for some reason, delays getting the surgery as well. So the kidney ended up being on ice for about six hours. Oh my god. Yeah, so it took it a while to pink up when they put it in. <laughs> and like, were you, did you know it had arrived in the hospital and there was an ice and you kind of said, oh my God, it's going to go, it's going to go, or, you know, were you nervous no, thinking about I that? I called to Martin first before he went down for his surgery. Right. Because um, Sharon, we'd say my transplant coordinator, yes. said, oh, Martin, they're going to call him Martin now soon. So I went up and was sitting with him for a few minutes before he went down. Yeah. And, uh, I had literally then the waiting game, just walking up and down the corridors all day. I wonder, is he oh all right? I wonder, is he all right? Yes, is everything going away? <laughs> Do you know, wondering what's going on, but yeah. Um, and was there somebody with you? No. Were you on your own? No, no, no. You you'd be on your own because okay. um, people are allowed in a visiting hours. Yeah. But when it comes to transplantation, they don't like people course, in there. Yeah. Germs, everything. Yeah, of course. Yeah, course. yeah, yeah. And again, but that was COVID times. So but like. to be fair to the hospital, they are strict on visit, visiting time as right. well. Right. To be fair, like yeah. you have to be. And that's understandable. Yeah. Oh, exactly. my God. And it's mm. two people only that can visit. Okay. So we'd say like two people can't come in. If your visiting hours are three hours, two people can come in for the three hours. But like two oh, people can come in okay. for an hour and then another two people come in. Right, okay. It's cross-contamination, I suppose, really, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, well, that's totally understandable. Yeah. 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 Okay. So the two of you were out of the... You didn't have your surgery until what time, Jenny? It was around two o'clock. I was brought down, so okay. probably around three o'clock, I suppose. Right. Yeah. And it's a long operation, is it? It was long. For I, long yeah, How long I was yours, had, Martin? I went in about, about half eight. I went into TFL yeah. and I was back. I woke in recovery at okay. half one. Okay. Now, what time I was actually back before that, I'm not you sure. You don't know. Okay. But I woke at yeah. half one. Okay. But, uh, and did you say... Thank God, I'm out. It's over. No, I was actually the, the nurse that was sitting beside me. She was just full of chat. She was only yeah. just back from Australia. Yeah. And she was she was a, lov- a lovely girl as well. Yeah. Like she she was Irish. Oh, well. okay, great. But um, great. She just said to me, "Would you like something to drink?" And yeah. I just went, "I'd love a mug of tea." Yeah. And in fairness, she went away and she got yeah. me a mug of tea. You know yeah. what? And it's and it must have been a sense of relief too as well, Martin. Was it? It was. Yeah. Um, it was actually yeah. that you're back and you're. 
<laughs> you, as you say, yeah, you, 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 you got to yeah. look up and you can see the ceiling. Yeah, I know, yeah, and you say I'm alive. You yeah. know, I got yeah, through it. But I suppose a sense of worry then as well, because you said, well, look, Jenny has to go through hers now as well. You exactly. know. I, and the, the next step then would be, is it going to work for both of Yes, of course. That's yeah. Okay. So, Jenny, you went into surgery at around half two. Around, and what, yeah, were two, you, half two. How long does your... Um, I think it was about was it about nine o'clock that night. Yeah, I'm not sure because I, I inquired wow. yeah. at around eight o'clock. I know that yeah. night, yeah. and you still weren't back at that yeah. time. Yeah, it was I suppose it does. Surgery. There's a lot more work involved in, in <coughs> that. Yeah, than, you know. Yeah, taking the, but the again, that's one. what I was mentioning earlier about the kidney pinking up because yeah. it was so long. When they put it in, obviously, and the blood flow starts to go. Yeah. They said they had to leave me open on the table for a while because of the the kidney hadn't uh, okay. It was shriveled as such. Did, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Did, right. So. Oh my god. Yeah, right. and it's still working, so that's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh and you woke up um, afterwards as well, and again, I suppose a sense of relief. Yeah, and um, and also I suppose a bit of again apprehension because of course, is yeah. it working or yeah. whatever. Well, and it's emotional too as well. Very isn't it? emotional. You know, I, I can wasn't imagine expecting that part. Yeah. Right now, to okay. Be honest. Yeah. Was it very different to when you got it the last two times? Definitely. And was it's it? probably because I'm a bit older as well. Okay. Right. And because I was in a different country and yeah. you're on your own and yes. it's just and then very different. You don't yeah. get to see Martin because yeah. he's in a different area and it's like gosh. Yeah. yeah. But I have to say the NHS were absolutely really? outstanding. Okay. Yeah. And there was no problem because you weren't English or anything? No. no. There was nothing. No, no not an issue yeah. whatsoever. Okay. Yeah. And the HSE. Right, for it worked well Arrange from both it. sides. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, how long were both of you in hospital then afterwards, Martin? How long were you in? I went in on the the Tuesday, as I say, right. the operation on the mm. Wednesday, and I was back out on the Friday. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I was back insane, out on the Friday. You went in Tuesday, had your surgery Wednesday, you went on the Friday. Yeah. Wow. And had you a I had pain or? So, oh, I had. I was actually yeah. on a on, on a morphine morphine drip. pump. Yeah. 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 But I stopped using that on the Thursday evening. Right. I, I didn't didn't feel I needed it, but you're you're out of bed on the Thursday morning. Yeah. Walking. Okay. And they want you to go to the toilet. Yes, yes. And it's like having a baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what the having a baby is, but I tell you what. <laughs> get up and get out and get out of there. That was the worst part, actually, was getting out of yeah. bed. Getting out yeah. of bed that very first time yeah. was actually... was. Oh, so you must have been sore right was, over. It was. Yeah. You're, you're, yeah. you're sore, but even... They want you to go to the toilet and yeah. just to make sure just what's make left sure is working. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not just as easy as that. It yeah, could, it, it oh, could take yeah, you yeah. Yes. six, eight, ten hours right, before okay. things start to yeah. come back to of any course. any little bit. I mean, it's Body major surgery. Yeah. yeah. yeah and where had you a much of a wound, Martin? Had you a lot of no, stitches? No, I, I didn't. I didn't actually. They did. Uh, they do what they do is they actually do keyhole surgery first to actually. Okay. To, Disconnect everything. Yes, yes. And then right. when they're taking it out, they actually they slit you. Right. I, I was actually slit around okay. there now somewhere, just yeah. on my left side, low yeah. down, about six or eight inches. Okay. So right. about the, I have keyhole surgery. Yes. Just five or six. Yeah. Different. And but they're, they're not huge, they're right? Yeah. Small. And you would be quite sore having had keyhole surgery myself for an appendix not so long ago. You would be extremely sore afterwards. You don't realise that no one told me beforehand, but they tell you afterwards if you see the root and they do around it's inside, you're exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's appalling. I was shocked. Yeah. Were you but the same? I was. I I was sore, but I wasn't yeah. too bad. The the one thing that I found was uh, going trying to go to bed at night. Right. I didn't sleep in the bed for the first three or four nights. I actually slept on a couch because when you when you're in hospital, you're actually right. you're half sitting up. Yes, you're kind of propped yeah. in the bed. Yeah. So I actually laid on a couch. For okay. the first, I said for the first three nights. Right. 
And you were comfortable doing that. I was that. comfortable. And really I, yeah, I was a comfy couch. Yeah. <laughs> I was, and I was comfortable and I slipped. I, you get right. a couple of hours, you wouldn't get Yes, yes, because, yes. Because you know, when you go to turn, you'd... Of course, we were comfortable. But in yeah. Fairness, yeah. was it extremely sore? For the first three or four or five days, maybe, yes. Okay. After that, you you start to come around. Yeah, yeah. Your body kind of comes back to normal. It, it does, in fairness, yeah. yeah. And obviously, you had to stay there until you had checkups and everything. No, I was only there for a week. Oh my god! Okay, <laughs> right. And, and did they take out the stitches, or were they dissolvable stitches? Dissolvable. Okay. Yeah. So really, they just checked to see no infection had set in, and you were healing. Yeah. And I okay. had to go back on the Thursday, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, the following Thursday. Yes. And they just said to me, "Oh, actually, before I was discharged, before I was discharged, <laughs> the doctor said to me, you know, uh, we don't want you flying home.' Right. And I go, so I said, you want me to go on a bus from here yeah. up to the boat? Going a boat across the water yeah. and then going another bus or car down, down. Yeah, I said that's not going to happen. I said, yeah. I said be more comfortable for me. I said yeah. flying. Short time. Terrible. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I said I'd much prefer to to well, fly. Plane, well, of course. Prefer if we didn't fly. And I yeah. goes, yeah, okay, that's grand, okay. Yeah. So you just ignore their advice. I just did you? I, <laughs> I told them. I told them what they wanted uh, to hear. I wonder where Jenny gets it from. <laughs> <laughs> that's a true story. Really. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So you flew home? I flew home, And yeah. did you get on okay? Yeah, right. Great, okay. Well, I mean, I can understand where you're coming from. It's a short flight from it, it's only Birmingham, was it, to Shannon? Yeah, yeah. it's only 50, yeah. 50, about 55 minutes. Yeah. And did you make, obviously you didn't make the airline aware of it that you were recovering from surgery? Of course not. No. My okay. brother flew with me, actually. Oh, yeah. well, so I, had somebody, I was just yeah. going to say, if it's somebody with you, yeah. that's fine, yeah. just you in didn't case. didn't have a great landing, don't you? No, we didn't know. It was a bit oh, rough. Oh, it's always the way, isn't it? Okay. So you were home after that length of time? Yeah. Wow. And you were off work for a while after that, I was yeah. Uh, I was hoping to go back before Christmas. Yeah. I'd been up to Dublin and all that, and yeah. checked out, and they said everything was, uh, everything, everything was okay. Yeah. But they said to me was, "Do you feel like going back to work? Mm. Are you 100?" percent I said, yeah. "Look, I'm never not going to be 100 percent for yes, a long another, time. Another, of course, another yeah. six months maybe." So what they said to me was, um, "Well, whenever you feel comfortable, go back." So okay. I thought maybe before Christmas I might have been allowed back. But yeah, I went into company doctor if yeah. you answer the company the company were always checking up with me and make oh, sure, okay, I, make sure I was okay and yeah. stuff like that so they brought me in before the company doctor just to see how I was yeah. and the company doctor said no you're not going back to work right wait and left Christmas yes yeah okay So and you'd be strong going back I mean in fairness you probably said oh I'm yeah. meant to get back but in the <coughs> long run you were probably better off to wait yeah. for the extra couple of weeks because in fairness to the doctor that was in there I can't think of his name off the top yeah. of my head now but um, he worked in renal Okay. In, in, so he knew, he knew exactly. exactly. Oh, brilliant. Okay, so that was an advantage. I just yeah. said, look, I said, I, I feel okay. He said, yeah. I feel okay. He said, but he said, we're going to leave till after Christmas. He said, yeah. and then he said, we'll okay. come back into me. He said, after Christmas, and then we'll see how we are. In fairness, when I went back in after Christmas, I had no issue. You were I fine. Went, okay. Just work. one last question, Martin. You weren't any bit nervous just having one kidney left. We all have two. D- yeah. That we know about anyway. <laughs> so I'm just wondering, did that I, ever well, cross no, your mind? I, 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 to be honest, I, I had done a bit of research on it as well. Yeah. I, looked, I looked up, we say, people that had had just one kidney yes. and have lived long and, and fulfilling and, lives yes, and yeah. people who were born with only one kidney yes. and, and live straight through so yeah. I, you know it didn't actually no. okay okay I never interesting hmm. now Jenny back to you you were in hospital I hope for a lot longer <laughs> after that were you a little bit longer okay yeah, yeah. so how long more were you in for so I actually had to go over on the last week of September because I had to get what's called DFPP treatment before right. I had the transplant okay so even though it was like uh, a transplant that was compatible for me, yeah, it wasn't a full match. Right. Okay. So DFPP treatment is basically uh, where they remove the antibodies from your 
blood as much as they can. Okay. So they treat the it's like a plasmapheresis treatment. Right. They treat the blood without damaging the plasma but okay. removing the antibodies. Wow. That's yeah. very technical. Yeah. So yeah. it works almost like dialysis works. Right. So okay. For the first week I had to be in the hospital every day and I was either having dialysis and DFPP or one or the other okay. or whatever. In preparation. Yeah. So yeah. we went in then on the, was the 4th of October, 5th of October yeah. and had the transplant on the 5th I think yeah. it was. Well, she says it just like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how long um, were you in for there, after the transplant? Oh, I was there. Weeks I'd imagine. Two weeks. Two or three two, weeks. Three okay. weeks. Three, yeah, two weeks, weeks, I think. Cause, yeah. Well, maybe a bit more than two weeks, a bit less than three weeks. Okay. Because, In and around. Yeah, because yeah. the first few days it was uh, driving up from Sally Hall, having the treatment, driving yes. back down. Oh, so you could have left, you left the hospital? Yeah, okay. just for the first four or right. five days. Okay. But after days the transplant, obviously. But after the transplant, yeah, no, I yeah. left, I'd say... Yeah, I was there about two and a half weeks. Okay. And then I got to spend about a week in the... Airbnb after yes, the surgery yeah, and then yeah. I got to go home so about a okay. month and all I was over okay. and yeah. you felt how did you feel afterwards you know were you was it very different to the last two times you'd had a transplant it as you say you're older anyway and I suppose your body yeah. has changed and everything as well well it was different in the fact that first of all it starts working but then you're not producing enough urine for right. it to be working correctly okay so Soul process rejection yeah. was thrown around right. and oh. and then when I heard that of course I was up to 90 course, so yeah. another doctor came in he goes how are you today and I said how do you think I am I said the kidney is yeah. rejecting he goes oh no no he said that's our fault we shouldn't have said that it's just our the doctor that said I shouldn't have said yes it. yes it's just a slow uh, kidney is right. what you have I said great okay. I, uh, so he says a little bit stubborn I said oh well like myself yeah. so <laughs> yeah so well suited yeah <laughs> exactly but it started Tipping away slowly and slowly, okay. yeah. Oh, um, great. Must yeah. be a great sense of relief. Yeah, but now it did take about, I'd say, five to six months, really, didn't it? Okay. For it to, to fully, to fully function. kick yeah. in, like, yeah. Right, okay. And I've had a few infections since. Okay. So it's they're just kind of watching me now in Dublin, back up in Dublin now on Monday again. Right, for a okay. But, uh, but in general, Jenny, you've recovered well? Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, no dialysis. I have 20 hours a week of my life back that I... Yeah. That is just a whole new life, isn't it's, it? Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah. yeah. But I just said it there to Martin before you started. Like, any time... I mean, everyone knows Jenny Ronscarf. Any time you meet Jenny, you always have a smile no, on your I face. No, I do that. No, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> I do that. You know, and I mean, you go through your own, <laughs> yeah. you know, troubles as well. Like, really and truly, it, you're fantastic. You're a real role model for anybody oh, that has God, had any kind of surgery. No, I, I really mean that. You're always so happy and everything <laughs> as well. But it's, it's great. You know, it really, really is. And I suppose the fact that, that you know, you worked in the paired arrangement as well. You, you obviously have a special bond, both of you as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Would, would that always close. have been there? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I would have been, yeah. But more so now, oh, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you'd be a close family. You're a large family anyway. So yeah. uh, we are. You're spread both, all over. On both, both sides. sides. I'm, I'm yes. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah of Martin's course. daughter Ashley got married there in May. And right. uh, I was her bridesmaid. So. Oh, yeah. lovely. So we're not oh, that was nice. Yeah, brilliant. Like what did say, Blood Brothers, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> really nice. So, Martin, would you recommend, you know, the pairing arrangement? Would, you know, if somebody was thinking about it, would you think it's a good process, or would uh, you kind of say think think I, long and hard? I, I, I would, I would say yes. Think about it first. Yeah. You know, make sure that you're 100. percent I was 100. percent Yes. Do you know? Just and you'd have to be really. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. You definitely. Yeah. 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 But the process would would be like if anyone wanted to go into it or knew somebody who needed a kidney, yeah, close from. The transplant coordinator is both in Beaumont. Mm. You can get their phone number off the, web, off the website oh, right okay. like that. And Easily any, any, any yeah. of the girls above there will actually talk to you. Okay. So it, it's great 
to get information it's easily accessible oh, yeah. okay, and there's also other supports available through the Irish Kidney Association if anyone is considering living donation the Irish okay. Kidney Association can facilitate an opportunity for people involved to talk to each other who have actually been through the process okay oh that's fantastic yeah. but if there was anybody <coughs> listening locally to this today I mean would either of you be up if, if they wanted to contact us and we can put them in touch with either of you if they were thinking about it? Would would, would that be okay with either of you? Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. if there was anybody, you know, yeah. that was in the same predicament or something. Yeah. Thank you. And we can do that. So if there is anybody listening, you know, and as you say, Martin, if anybody did want to inquire about it, to contact Bowman, I suppose, the, the kidney yeah, unit there. That's yeah. what I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. I did in, in yeah. the very first time. And if you're honest, they were very helpful. I'm still thinking of Jenny being at home and getting the phone call to say that Martin is up there thinking it. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> I was actually in, in work at the time and I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine, yeah. my God. Yeah. And Jenny, work, how did you manage that? Do you work from home? At the moment, yeah, I went back to work on the 4th of January. Um, but I'm okay. working from home, so I'm lucky that they facilitate me to yes, do that at the course. moment. Yeah. Because I presume when you came home and both of you, you would be very prone to infection, you know, and I mean, COVID was still hanging around as well. Yeah, you know, exactly. So yeah. I'd say you'd, you weren't able to have any visitors or anything. No, no, not for yeah. the first while. I, like, even now, I'd be fully hum- immunosuppressed. So right, if okay. I'm going into, like, I shouldn't be going into crowds, but, you know, if you have to go and do a bit of shopping or whatever, I'd have a mask Were on. Mask? Still, of course, even now, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's totally understandable. Okay. Yeah. And, of course, organ donation as well. Everybody carries an organ an organ donor card with you I think it's on is it on the back of the driving license now as far as, as, far as yeah I think so yeah. too as well yeah and of course we had two local girls as well Emily I think you were there that day as well um, Emily Mason and Roisin Tracy Boland they climbed the 32 peaks there last year for the Irish Kidney Association um, and yeah. they raised quite a lot of work. money yeah it was because yeah. again they had a Emily's man Maureen Mason had, yeah, had, had a, a, transplant. a kidney transplant oh, you know yeah. so we had them in talking about it as well like it's only when you talk about it that you hear locals say oh well actually I this or I that yeah. the amount of people that are in the area that have kidney diseases, I suppose, exactly. that you might be aware of. Yeah. It is very, like renal disease is very, very common and people don't realise it. Yeah, you I've know. just heard of someone uh, local recently that never knew about living donor um, programmes. And yes, it's, it's just because well myself and Martin yeah. uh, had spoke about it and my mum, I think, mentioned it downtown yeah. that there's another uh, gentleman from this area, I think, okay. East Clare area, uh, right. over in Coventry at the moment getting a transplant. Okay. So. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I had never heard of it until I knew yeah. during the summer that Martin was going for it. I'd never heard of it either. So it's 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 an eye-opener for people. Yeah. You know, it really, really is. And it's a fantastic way of doing things, isn't it? It really is. It and is. as you said, Jenny, you might never have got a kidney only oh, for no, it. Oh, no, I'd say definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so 100%. it's a whole new lease of life. It is brilliant. Yeah. So do you just pass the room up, up, you know, in your own house now with the machine and close the door and say... Oh, I got it all removed. All oh, that machinery's oh, gone. Really? Yeah. Is in it? fairness, so when you go on the the hemo at home, yeah. uh, again Baxter will arrange for builders to come and put all that machinery into your house. Okay. And you have technicians coming out every month testing your water, testing everything to make sure yeah. everything's okay. okay. And yeah. So no, they took it all out. So oh, it's gone. Yeah. And now it's only gone since March. Yeah. yeah okay. But then again, my line they had difficulty taking out my line as well. The right. cat, so they only got that out there on the twenty fourth of April, okay. my mother's birthday. So I was delighted to get rid of oh, it. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So you're both in. Quite good health now again afterwards. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Have you to go for regular checkups, Jenny? Still, I do. Yeah, I'm back up now on Monday for another okay. checkup. So, up yeah. Moment. yeah, every six weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And is that just a day trip? Uh, yeah, up and back. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a bit of yeah. shopping therapy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Martin, how about you? You've cleared yeah, the head. I, oh yeah, Frank, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, I was back up before Christmas just for a checkup, and I went back up again in I think it was February. Just for a checkup again, yes. and no, I'm not back up until August sometime. Oh, okay. So like, well, the longer the better, really, yeah, isn't it? And you know, it's a good sign. Yeah, and it'll only be just yearly after that. Yeah, oh, just, okay. just for a general 
general checkup. So all for every year or just every year. Oh, okay. Just once okay. a year. Right. From, from now on. Well, it's just, it's a fascinating story, you know, and I just heard it during the year and I just thought to get this movie <coughs> together and the fact that you're connected and it's worked for both of you. It's a fantastic yeah. success story and well done to both of you oh, for, for really going through it and for talking to us today because I think it'll open people's eyes to what's going on and I think they'll, they'll be looking at both of you in a whole new light. Yeah. <laughs> well done, Martin. Fantastic achievement. Well much. done. And Jenny, thank you so much for talking to us and well done to you. You've been through the oh, mill, but you're always sure. smiling. So keep smiling, Jenny. I will. <laughs> thanks okay. Marie. So thanks very much, Jenny and Martin, for joining me today on East Clare Life. Thanks a million. Thank you. Uh, just before we go, Marie, can I just say um, a huge thank you to the Scarf Medical Centre, uh, particularly our GP, Michelle McNamara, and Harry O'Mara's Pharmacy. Um, they're due a huge thank you for the invaluable services that they provide in our area. Absolutely. Here. Thank Thanks, you. Jenny. East Clare Life is sponsored by James and David Corbett, Agricultural Contractors, Scarf.